Sports. LeBron killed the game with that Laker name on his shorts. Sent the whole social media into a frenzy. Who wins on that? We about to get plenty. King James is home, and season's is never empty. The young Lakers wasn't playing with him last year, but they about to be a major problem this year. Past City with Zoda Ball never sticks. No booze, just cruise when the clock ticks. New era, Magic and Rob signed a bunch of picks. Ronda Lance, Beasley, McGee, boy, we get shit. Okay, hope you're ready for the hate show. Gadget, Mr. Untouchable, that's Robin Magic. Lakers always relevant, yeah, that's accurate. Ain't nothing like a Laker, just ask Jack Nick. Yep, yep, Lake Show got the swagger dagger. Got the jury bus swag, that's what I'm after after. Genie out here looking like the balls of all bosses. Throw your L's up, but we never take losses. Hope we carried us until we couldn't no more. Ain't for life, forever live 24. Feels like I'm living a dream. Nothing but showtime, worthy magic and career. It's been a long time coming. All hell the king, KCP3 and DJ Hart got that speed. I'm with the perfect gun across my chest like I'm a part of the team. This is God playing, I salute the whole team. Okay, hope you're ready for the hate show. Guess who's back? Welcome to the Lake Show. Like welcome to the Lake Show. No days off, welcome to the Lake Show. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. Let let Lake of that. Let let Lake of that. The Lake Show is back. It's a dynasty. It's only one Lake Show, baby. What up, Coach Lou? Jesse Bus, Zubat. Gita and Brad, Special Sports Net. Shout out to all the Laker girls, South Bay Lakers, Laker Gang, Laker La Familia, Laker Nation, Lake Show. We on and we back. Lokeezy. What's going on, Isaiah? What's going on? Can you Man, chilling. Yep, I can hear you. All right, let's get started. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Welcome to the show. In today's show, we're going to be talking about DeMarcus Cousins. Who can the Lakers replace? Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, or Joe Canel. On the line right, on, on the line right now, I got Isaiah. What's going on, Isaiah? Man, blessed day, man. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too, man. Uh, obviously, Demarcus Cousins is out for the season. What's yeah. your initial thoughts about Demarcus Cousins? Do you think his career is over, and who do you think the Lakers can replace with Cousins? Um, that's a good question. Um, I don't think his career is over per se. I mean, you look at a dude like I know, kind of like 
the different free intro of um like how tall or how big they are weight wise but if you look at a dude like Derrick Rose has had numerous of knee injuries the last um you know five to six years and you see how he's kind of bounced back um from major injuries I think that DeMarcus Cousins still has a chance to bounce back um it's just unfortunate I don't think it's physical with him Mm -hmm. obviously it's physical but I think it's going to be a mental mental thing getting back you know like He's had three major injuries in 19 months. That's tough to deal with. Um, if he could, if he has a strong mental about it and knows that knows that he can come back from it, I think he can. But um, it depends on where his psyche is is at. Um, just an unfortunate situation, man. Like I was excited to see him play uh, alongside Anthony Davis again with LeBron and Rondo. That was, you know, I was excited to see that, but wasn't in the cards for him right now. But um, I do think you. He'll come back. I hate to say he won't won't get to where he was once at, but um, I still think he could be a solid and effective basketball player. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, man. But for me, DeMarcus Cousins, according to Mark Spears from Yahoo Sports saying DeMarcus Cousins is gone in the dark. Um, that's letting me know he's devastated by this injury. Yeah. Nobody nobody can reach him. And I thought he's like, hopefully he doesn't do what I think he's gonna do when him going yeah. in the dark, not answering the phone. But yeah. and and said it was bone bruise or bump knees but he didn't bump knees, all he did was a Euro step. Yeah, and he buckled. Buckled, yeah, and he yelled. But man, he's been through so much. I would understand if cousins like if, if cousins announces retirement, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be Yeah. Like, yeah facts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can, can I ask you a question though? But I, I, I don't get. He just came off the quad injury, right? And I know he played in the finals, but I don't get him like. And I know the love, of the love of the game. Like I, I can't, you know, I can't be the one to, to judge him on it. But I would think that um, the Lakers and you know the staff, the medical staff, would be a little bit more cautious of letting him play just pick up basketball because that looked like a, a regular men's league. It wasn't like he was playing at like Rico Hines or the Drew League. He looked like he was playing against, you know, like a regular men's league. Yeah. Am I wrong? Like I felt like when they said workout, I understood it. I was like, dang, okay. So he, you know, he's getting up shots or he was, you know, um, working on his game and he, you know, unfortunate situation happened. You know what I mean? But when I saw the tape of him, like really hooping, hooping, like I was like, man, I, I thought he'd be more cautious of, of playing. You know what I'm saying? Like I would feel like he would just like try to stay in shape. You know what I'm saying? Then just hoop all summer. You know what I mean? Because it's just coming off the quad, and then you know the Achilles and stuff like that, and you want to like preserve your body. You know what I mean? I thought he would just like be in the weight room and you know running running the track or running the treadmill. Like that's what I thought he was gonna do, but. And he was hooping, so I, I was kind of shocked by by him just hooping like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you, Isaiah. Now, but he was in uh, over not overseas. He was in the Dominican Republic with John Wall, Eric Bledsoe, shooting around the foot flops, and it's like yeah. For all these athletes, if I was the Lakers, I would say cousin or Anthony Davis. You could practice, but only shoot mm-hmm. around and do your training. No one on that. Exactly. You see, you see what uh, AD is doing. He's just working on his game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's unfortunate crazy. though, man. Because it's unfortunate. 
Yeah, so since Cousins is out, most likely out for the season, who do you think should we get? I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you the list and tell me if you think. Okay. I think Arnold Anthony. Okay. Dwight Offense. Howard, yeah. Joakim Noah and Kenneth Farid. <laughs> I, that's that's interesting. You said that. Um, I would honestly go after Kenneth Farid mm-hmm. because I think that just adds more defensive depth mm-hmm. and just has somebody or bring somebody that's really like he's a positionless basketball player in the standpoint that he doesn't demand the ball right he's uh-huh. he's kind of a animal on the offense and defensive boards and he plays defense i feel like that'd be a perfect fit for the lakers right now um and i think that's something that they need they just need another defender and, a, and another rebounder you know what i'm saying he's a crazy rebounder you know what i mean it's, he still has a lot lot of years left too so like I think I think Kenneth Faree would be a good pickup. I, you know, obviously I think Melo jumps out because you kind of want to see Melo back in the league. You know what I'm saying? And I want to see Melo back in the league, and I would love to see him play with LeBron for his final years. So I, yeah. I would pick between um, Kenneth Faree and um, and uh, Carmelo Anthony. Dwight Dwight wouldn't be a bad fit either. Yeah. I know people don't like Dwight, but like uh, to keep it a hundred, man. Like Dwight, if he brings brings defense and rebounding like that'd be a, a great pickup and rondo can throw him the that pick and roll with him yeah. rondo will get to him and then Le- lebron will find him yeah to get him let's run it back again if that stuff's happened in the past with dwight howard when he was with kobe and yeah. dwight howard even like realized that he thanked kobe for calling him soft and he understands now yeah do i um, do you see that he did that interview yeah with- i saw it yeah i saw it yeah so that was, like, yeah he's very, matured yeah he's matured and uh i have a feeling that we're gonna Probably keep. I have a feeling we're trying to wait for. I have a feeling like we're just waiting for Iggy. Okay. You think? Okay. I have a question for you. You think they're gonna? Uh, they're gonna try to uh, run it back with Boogie at the end of the year. You think they're gonna give him another shot? I would. I yeah. Would. Yeah. I man, why not? Right. But but it's with the AC. Here's the thing. When that happened, when Warjanski said possibly knee injury on my podcast, I said probably ACL, MCL, or ACL. And people are like, oh, you jinxed it. How did I jinx it? <laughs> no, not I, at all. Not at all. That was, it wasn't a prediction. It was just usually when you have knee injuries, it's either it's either of those. Same with Kobe. Remember when Kobe tore his Achilles? Yeah. I thought it was his knee, but my brother was like, no, it's his Achilles. I'm like, he probably tore him. How do you know? I just know. And then he was out for the year. So it's yeah. like, I don't know why Laker fans are so upset at me, but it's all good. For what, it. man? For what? Because at the end of the day, man, it would if, if it was just a, knee, a bump, a knee bump, it, it wouldn't have got reported, bro. I, the NBA players get knee have you bumps. Have you, have you, you play basketball, obviously, but have you been bump knees before while playing? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, plenty of times. Plenty of times. Like, it, it hurts, but, like, you know what I mean? It's not a, a major injury, depending so on what you lied, do. Then. So, Wojnowski lied, try to get credit or try to get, like, views and stuff. Yeah, I'll tell you this, bro. If he bumped knees, like, if he didn't break his kneecap or anything like that, there's no reason for him to be – uh, there wouldn't be a report on it. So obviously, when I saw the report that Demarcus Cousins had a knee injury, I knew it was serious because there's no reason why. Like these dudes play in like the Drew League and play, you know what I'm saying? Work out, and they I know they bump knees. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I know they bump knees all the time. You know what I mean? It just happens when you when you're working out all that. You know what I mean? So like, there's no reason for him to really report something if it's not going to be that serious you know what i'm saying i mean i'm not like yeah. bumping these could be serious don't get twisted but most of the time it's not you know what i mean well i bumped these before and i had to like sit out because i used to play in the yeah. church league in sacramento 
and I bumped knees with my friend Isaiah, mm-hmm. uh, and I had to sit out like the practice. We practiced that sit out the whole yeah. practice. Yeah, like yeah, it could it could be it could be serious. Like if you like bruise your knee or something like that, but like I don't think a bruised knee would get that much publicity. You know what I'm saying? But here's the funny thing, though. I'm just laughing at ESPN. And ESPN said that we're not a title contender without Kobe. Again, like, I'm a uh, shout-out to Chad on this one, man. Shout-out to Chad, because Chad's been saying this since the day they signed Boogie. Boogie's a necessity. He wasn't a want. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't a need. You know what I mean? He's a necessity. It's like lemon cake, right? Like, lemon cake, you don't need yeah. frosting for lemon cake, but it's better when you get frosting. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel yeah. like with that, like, but like, Boogie is Boogie is a great, but like, it's a necessity. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need him to contend for titles. Like, you got AD and LeBron. You got the best duo in the league. I don't care what anybody says. You know what I mean? When if healthy, you know what I'm saying? If they if they stay healthy, they're the best duo in the league by far. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like. And then you got the pieces around them to contend. So I, I don't want to hear it. It's just, it's just funny for me. It's because they're hating on us. Actually, no, I keep, keep counting us up. Say we're not a title contender. Then we hold up that yeah. trophy. You know what, what people are going to say? A lot of fans, oh, NBA helped LeBron win the yeah. The NBA felt bad for LeBron. It's like, no, I'm tired of the media bashing the Lakers. And I, I want LeBron to start talking back at Skip Bayless, Jason Wartlock, Rob Parker. Here's the thing, though. How come, like, if you're out, if you're in the NBA and someone was talking mess about you, how would you react if it was every single bro, day? Wouldn't you kind of snap? Back honestly, bro, like, LeBron's a better man than I am. Cause I would have been, I, I would have been snapped back, bro. I'd have been snapped back. Like, I like this guy goes through so much scrutiny. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can't, he can't yeah. do anything right. Like, like even like. The other day, like when even I like scrutinized him for being a great father, like you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man! Like, you know what I mean? Like, like there's no, it's it's crazy. He can't do anything right. Like that's how good he is. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, he's a better man than I am because I'd have been snapped that skip, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I'd have been snapped that skip, and especially Jason Whitlock, bro. Jason Whitlock goes out of his way to disrespect LeBron. So does Rob Parker. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but here's the funny thing, though. If LeBron walked, this this is not a joke. If LeBron walked on undisputed, say, "Hey, want, y'all want to debate?" They'd be like, Never mind. Yeah, bro. exactly. Like they don't want I they don't want sauce, bro. Yeah, because uh, somebody because oh, Matt Barnes, I saw Matt Barnes as mm-hmm. in L.A. Uh, I was talking on Twitter mm-hmm. to him, like, "Oh, you you should get traded." And I seen him. I said, What's up, Matt Barnes? Like, Why'd you say you wanted me to get traded? Oh, that's crazy. So, I'm like, Talking about it. and he showed me it and I'm like oh my bad <laughs> so he kind of like called me out and I'm like I feel bad and then like, my bad I apologize you want to follow me and then we're good now yeah but it's like if you, like for me if I was an athlete I would like like how it's funny how these sports anchors and stuff I know like let's say I, I'm talking mess about a person about basketball and they come from me oh you want to talk about what you're talking about on the podcast bro and then if I back away then that means I'm scared of them confirming yeah. but. Why do people get so offended when athletes um, bite back? Let's say Richard Sherman, yeah. Skip Bayless was talking mess. Oh, he ain't the best corner league. Comes on his show and said, "I he he basically said I'm more of a successful person." Yeah. Here. And Skip is like, "Why are you taking personal shots?" Yeah. 
It's like, come on, bro. Same with Colin Coward, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield comes on his show, talks talks back to him, and he gets all offended. It's like, I'm just tired. of Maybe it's because Lakers are in the news a lot. Yeah. I just see it every day. I'm just getting upset about it every single day. You. Um, to answer, try to answer your question, bro, I think people get mad when athletes snap back because, like, athletes are put on a pedestal that they should be greater than whatever is going on. Like, they're not human. You know what I'm saying? Like, things don't hurt them as well. You know what I mean? So, like, when Skip and all these dudes talk crazy, you know what I'm saying? Even Stephen A, bro. Stephen A gets sensitive, too. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, here's the funny thing. You know how he's going out? This, thank you for bringing him up. Thank you for bringing Stephen A. Smith up because he was talking mess about Ken Durant. You don't want to make any mess. Exactly. But here's a, here's a funny thing. Rondo confronts him in the locker room. And it goes on national TV. Rondo confronted me on in the locker room, but I have respect for Lakers. And then uh, if that means Rondo punked Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, low-key. Behind the scenes. Low-key, yeah. yeah. But, like. Because I heard I, – because I guess that Ronald called him a punk ass reporter. Get that punk ass reporter out of the locker room. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Stephen A. Smith was all scared. Then don't talk that non. Don't talk that noise. <laughs> Stephen A. Like when I when I saw him in L.A. Mm-hmm. at the Laker game, I was like, "How about them Cowboys to mess around? Like, how about them Cowboys go charge Lakers? What about what? Like, where, where's the energy on on first take, man? You be talking, and he just gives me the dirtiest look ever. I'm like, okay. Like I think it, I think he does that just for views and entertainment. I feel like these sports analysts do yeah. that. You know what I mean? Because honestly, bro, at the end of the day, they know these players aren't going to go at him physically or like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Matt Barnes, was, Matt yeah, Barnes Matt Barnes is different. But like Kevin Durant and LeBron, like they got so much to lose. You know what I'm saying? So like I feel like they're just so reckless to say whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. Jason, like Jason Whitlock, bro, or whatever the dude. Uh, yeah, that's his name, right? Whitlock, Jason Whitlock. Yeah. Like yeah, the one that Lamar Ball yeah, called. Bro, him. he is so like he like like if something good happens to LeBron, right? He will make sure and go out of his way to remind somebody that he did this or he didn't do this or he failed at this. You know what I'm saying? Like hat like yeah. as a person like personally, like that's kind of crazy, bro. Like, especially yeah. from Jason Whitlock, bro. But- like, or and then Rob Parker, like to see these guys really like want to see LeBron like be unsuccessful is kind of sickening bro as a grown man you know what I'm saying because you know why they're stuck in the Michael Jordan era like come on man like get out of bro it's over you know what I'm saying like there's gonna be a time when LeBron's time is over you know what I'm saying and then there's gonna be a do you think because it happens it's the NBA it's basketball Mm -hmm. you think somebody will ever be better than LeBron in the future yeah yeah I think Honestly, bro, I think um, you're only good with the times that you grow up with, if you make yeah. sense, if that makes sense. So there's gonna be yeah. there's a dude that's five years old right now that's gonna be a LeBron Kobe mixture, like you know what I'm yeah. saying, like six ten, like with Kobe's foot. I think that um, that dude from Australia, not Lamelo Ball, but the other dude, um, RJ RJ dude? Hamilton. Yeah. Yes, I saw Scott. He bro. Yeah, beast. so, like, yeah, there's just dudes out there that's, like, you know what I'm saying? They're the next it, and then, like, they're going to be, like, challenging for that spot as being the best player ever. You know what I'm saying? It's just, a like, Jordan's going to be – Jordan solidified himself in history. LeBron solidified himself in history. Kobe has. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just going to be adding to that debate. You know what I mean? So, like, Z- like look at Zion for a little bit. For example, Zion hasn't even picked up a basketball in the league, and they're saying he's going to be better than LeBron. Like, <clears throat> some people said that. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me. No, sorry. you're good. But, like, that's some people really have said that. I think it's blasphemous, but people have said it's that. Dunk, like, I, I understand because I see some of him in transition, dunking the ball, blocking yeah. shots, yelling, screaming. It's understandable, but he, to me, he he reminds me of Julius Randle and Lamar Odom. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, Julius Randle for sure. Yeah. 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 But um, we got to go here. Um, for the Lakers, who is the biggest test for the Lakers, in your opinion? Oh, um, that's tough, man, because it's, it's easy to say the Clippers, right? But yeah. Um, if things click, I think the scariest team in the West outside the Lakers are the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Because if they click, bro, like, they didn't lose anybody. Like, people feel like they, they're just thinking that Russ and James Harden can't play together. What if they can play together? And they click. And they have everybody from last year. Like, that's that's crazy. That's crazy scary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they have everybody. They They match well with L.A., both LA teams, they they match. Honestly, from roster to roster, I feel like. Correct me if I'm wrong, or like I don't know if the people listening are gonna agree with me or not, but they might be deeper than the Clippers. To keep yeah, it buck, they got Eric Gordon. Off yeah, the bench. keep it they real with you. Pete Tucker, yeah, yeah, Pete Tucker, Eric Gordon, um, Gerald Green can come off the bench. Like, yeah, four fifteen. Eric, is it all? Is Eric Gordon's not? Is he gonna start or is that? But they they lost Trevor. Um, Green, so yeah. Um. That's interesting. They they have a they have. We should talk about that in the in a future uh, podcast. But they have a a ton of lineups that they could play with. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, that's a good question, man. I I uh I don't know. But I'd probably start Gordon because you you'd have that shooter. You know, it depends on what you want to do. Like they could start some a, a fresh five every night if they really wanted to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how deep they are. You know what I mean? So, like, watch out for Houston. If they click, it's a it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I agree with you, man. But for me, man, um, I say Utah. Okay. Because of Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike Mike Conley's that older veteran that has a lot to prove still. So, yeah, Joe Ingle, you know, he's coming in. Snyder. Yeah. Um, they got yeah. guys – Pete, but Utah, I say Utah and watch out for Dallas. Mm. They got Porzingis back. They got Tim Hardaway yeah. here. Luka Doncic, bro. Yeah, they're buckets. Yeah, it's Paris a bucket. Trey Young, um, in my <laughs> like, yeah, it's nothing like, yeah, it's better than Trey Young to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could definitely, you could definitely he, say he, that. Like his game is kind of like Steve Nash, but more of an offensive game. Yeah, I can see where you you get. Yeah, I can see that. I um. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a like a like a, a two card version of uh, Steve Nash, like yeah. a bigger version. Yeah, I could see that. People are comparing Porzingis and Doncic to the next Dirk and Nash. Hmm. Hmm. That damn, they're gonna be crazy in a couple years, bro. Yeah, they're gonna be crazy in a couple years. I think. Um, I think Tim Hardaway is going to have a big year this year. I yeah. think he's going to he's going to 
Like, this, I feel like he's on a squad now that he could really be, like, that main two or three, like, solid two or three option on the team. And I think he could, like, he's going to, he's going to, uh, He's gonna wake some people up because him playing in New York the last few years, a lot of people didn't get to see Tim Hardaway Hardaway play, and he's solid. He's really good. So I'm kind of happy that he gets to showcase his talent this yeah. year for sure. Me too. Um, me too. He's gonna be yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, are there any teams that you expect to have a like to be a tanking mode next year? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, to Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Char- Charlotte, Charlotte, like Cleveland, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, Charlotte, man. I don't. That's another. I know I talk about this a lot, but that's a that's a situation I don't. I don't understand, bro. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I don't know. Michael Jordan is the worst owner in the NBA. Yeah, he might be the worst owner in professional sports, bro. Like, he, like he's terrible. But what, is like, that why Kemba left? Because you didn't want to play with Michael? <laughs> no, he left because Jordan wouldn't. Uh, I think he offered him forty million less than what he got from Boston. Yeah, but Kemba Walker's now now finally Kemba Walker. The Boston's a big stage because it's a history. They won championships. They're that's a big stage. So we can finally see Kemba Walker shine in a big stage. Yeah, I I have a feeling he's gonna. Um, he's more of like a team like. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is my opinion. I think he's like a more of a team oriented, like Kyrie Irving. If that makes sense, yeah. like he okay. plays within the system. He could play within a system, like and still play like Kemba. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like with Kyrie, like he has to have the ball in ISO situations. Like I feel like Kemba can create coming off screens and stuff, like still doing his ISOs. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. If, uh, for me, man, can't, I feel like the Celtics are going to be a team that people need to watch out for. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna uh, they're gonna wake some people up for sure. Because yeah. I know they lost Kyrie, uh, Al Horford, but they still got Enos Cantor. They still got Jason Tatum. And speaking of Jason Tatum, man, um, to me, do you th- or I'm gonna throw this question to you? Do you think mm-hmm. this is a make or break year for Tatum? No, I don't think so. I think he, I think a lot of stuff that was going on in Boston kind of like kind of like hurt his his sophomore season but um I think with uh Kyrie's departure I think that Jason Tatum could get back to the way that he was playing his rookie season um it's there you know what I'm saying I just I just feel like he couldn't get comfortable in his role this season you know what I'm saying Uh so like yeah I think this year with with Kemba you know what I'm saying him and Kemba they got the brand Jordan backcourt with him (laughs) So like I think they they're gonna be solid together, but um, yeah, man, I think I think Jason Tatum has a really bright future. He kind of reminds me of like he could be the like their next Paul Pierce. Yeah, I see what you're saying on that one because he can score like Paul Pierce and yeah, like or just like popularity and everything. Like I think he could be their next like guy with him and Kemba. Like I think they could be like their next like duo. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Boston's always been um, linked to like duos. You know what I'm saying? You had like you had Bird and McHale. You had um, yeah, like Kuzi and Russell. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. had you had um, a, back in the day, day they had Walker and and Paul Pierce, Antoine Walker and yeah. Paul Pierce. So I think that like 
that they, they had battles in the East Indiana too. Paul Pierce and Al Allerton talking mess and Paul Pierce. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a dope series, bro. That was a that's dope. That's when Ronald Test pulled down Paul Pierce's pants and they got thrown out. I think for that. Yeah, and then that was like the last bit of years of like, like good Reggie Miller. Yeah, oh yeah, Tayshawn. Yeah. I remember that series too. The Pistons, Tayshawn. Yeah, Tayshawn put that thing off the backboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's crazy, man. I mean, I miss the old old school basketball, man. Like, yeah. like Shaq and Kobe dominating. But now, yeah. Today, question for you is: I have this written down. When someone said, "Do you think that mm-hmm. officiating is soft in today's NBA?" Um, to be honest, I I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. To be to be honest, I think they're just like they protect their players more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a brand. Like the NBA is a brand. Is you know, it's like a bigger brand than it ever was. You know what I'm saying? It's the most popular sport in the united states i believe you know what i'm saying so like um you got to protect your players and like with like everything and all the technology and you know injuries and stuff like that i think it's i think uh adam silver's doing a great job of like trying to protect their players and like you know there have been some crazy calls like i'm not i'm not trying to like um get away from that but like i think all in all i think the officiating has been been solid you know what i mean i feel like you get you get your bad calls but what you know what era didn't you get bad calls you know what i'm saying so like i wish it was more physical though you know what i mean yeah like, yeah if, if a flagrant foul is don't automatically it's a bad one if it's a flagrant foul let him go to free throw line yeah. two shots keep pushing yeah like yeah but like, yeah yeah but i guess in today or today's nba you can challenge plays now let's throw a flag yeah they, they they're adding that this year right yeah, you're gonna see a lot of calls. Mike D'Antoni. Oh, here, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Big, yeah, forgot to bring this up. Thank you. I'm glad I brought James Harden. Up. Speaking mm-hmm. of James Harden, what is your thoughts about Dale Murray saying he's a better scorer than Michael Jordan? <laughs> that's, James Harden. That's why he's. That's why he has no rings as it is right now with with James Harden. That's that's the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard in my life. Like right. people people under, don't understand. Like Jordan was averaging thirty plus without utilizing the three point shot you know what i'm saying so like if you put jordan in today's game you obviously got to give him a three-point shot because of how hard of a worker and how good he is you know what i'm saying it's not like he's not going to just adjust not adjust to the today's nba you know what i'm saying if kobe did it then jordan can do it you know what i mean so like jordan was jordan averaged 37 like what was what was uh james harden averaged 35 this year yeah okay so with the three-point with the three point shot, right? Jordan mm-hmm. averaged thirty seven point one without the without the three point shot, utilizing the three point shot. So he did not shoot nearly as many threes a game than Harden did. So just think about that. That's just all mid range and getting to the basket. Bro, Jordan would dot demolish James Harden one on one. It'd be it'd be over. And people need to stop uh stop comparing like there's no disrespect, people on Twitter. I see um LeBron's Train, former trainer saying that Michael Jordan would be the DeMar DeRozan in the NBA. Come on, bro. Like, don't disrespect Michael Jordan. It were like, what's wrong? Like, just because DeMar DeRozan does a fadeaway doesn't mean he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, come on, man. If Michael Jordan played in today's NBA, bro, if, if Michael Jordan played in today's NBA, he would average 30, yeah, 35. Facts. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Because... Man, I'm just tired of people disrespecting the greats like Kobe. Yeah, people, you you saw that 2000s list of all worst team. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Like, Come yes, on, yeah. man. 
like people need to stop disrespecting these great players. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's just crazy. And real quick before I get up on out of here, what can LeBron do to be the greatest Laker of all time? Oof, I think that's a question I got to ask you, man. <laughs> I, I I can't answer that because at the end of the day, I think uh, I think I'm hoping I think LeBron's going to get at least one. I'll, 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 I'll let you know. Uh, for me, you have to win two championships and win MVP. No, I'm just kidding. No, for <laughs> real, though, to be the greatest Laker of all time, we have to was tough. You have to win three or four, three rings. Damn. <laughs> to be up there. But 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 here's the thing though, he he's gonna be up there in terms of legacy. He's already a great. Like he's he's a he's a great Laker already in terms of yeah he are, a Laker. Yeah. You know we have Shaq. Yeah, didn't, Kobe. Yeah, Kareem, Pau Gasol. Andrew Bynum, all those all those great players, yeah. Magic Johnson, James Worthy, and uh, didn't he, here's the thing. Oh, keep going. Sorry. No, I was gonna say Adrian Baylor was the only Laker that didn't win the ring, mm-hmm. but he still got his statue. Right. He still got his. So, but for me, man, people need to stop saying he's gonna take Kobe's legacy. Yeah. He's not gonna take Kobe's legacy. People need to can't stop. Can't that. take away twenty years, man. Nope. Can't take away twenty years. And um, also, I want to throw this at you. If the Lakers win a championship, do you, it, would it be the first female owner in the NBA to win a ring in Genie Bus? That's a good question, but I'm I'm leaning towards yeah, yeah. And uh, she, I and <laughs> Genie Bus, if you're listening to this, when we win the championship this year, I'm coming to the parade and we're gonna celebrate together because yeah, I, I I had your I have your back through thick and thin. Um, people bash you and I yeah, you definitely did, like, man. Yeah, it's. I'm the I'm the I'm the most passionate Laker fan. I know people dress up and go sit courtside, and I understand that. But if you want, I'll podcast with any Laker fan that wants to podcast, and we yeah. can run it. You know, what I mean, yeah. I'm passionate for the team. Last six years have been nothing but hell. Yeah, it's, it's um, almost so over. I'm gonna man. give you the list of uh, who we had: Troy Murphy, Jordan Hill, Jordan Farmar, um, Chris Mim, Chris Kamen, my man, Smush. Jeremy Lin. Yes, Mush Parker, Kwame Brown, Chucky Atkins. But what I'm saying is, uh, we had, I know, Lonzo Ball, D'Angelo. Um, oh, uh, Xavier Henry. Xavier Henry, that's my guy, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Like Kansas. Yeah. yeah, he's a beast, but um, it's championship mode now for us. Yeah. If we don't win it this year, it's going to be a complete yeah. failure. And, let, and some Laker fans are okay with winning 55 and making playoffs. Yeah. And that's it. That that's that's not that's, a, that's not no, riding. That's not riding. No, that's not a good mindset. Like if you ask Kobe, even with remember when Kobe scored eighty one that game, but that year Kobe Bryant had the mindset of winning the NBA championship yeah. with Smush Parker, with Kwame Brown, with Chris Mim, with Lamar Odom, yeah. with uh, Devin George. Yeah. And and if you go into a season and say, Oh, I'm just wanna win a, I wanna win fifty five games, miss miss make the playoffs and get bounced up, mm-hmm. your mindset ain't your mindset ain't about that. Yeah. I got, I got so, a question for you, though. Yeah. I got a yeah. question for you. So, talking about LeBron's legacy with the Lakers and stuff like yeah. that. So, like, um, so LeBron, obviously his legacy, his legacy is pretty solid so far because didn't he have, like, the most efficient season by a Lakers since Kareem, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Something like that, right? So, like, obviously, like, yeah. the 27. 27, 8, and 8. That's that's solid. But uh so does he if he wins a chip this year, 
where would you put him on the list? Because Jerry West only has one as a player. I put him above Jerry uh, Jerry West. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So would you would you put it like okay? So he's is he already over Elgin Baylor? Yeah, easy. Okay, so like, where would you? Because Elgin Baylor was hooping for the yeah, Lakers. He, he just never wanted. He was hooping like he averaged. I think right, he averaged like thirty five or something. I'll give my top five Lakers: Magic Johnson, Kobe, Shaq, Kareem, and LeBron. Really? Already? Yeah. Oh man, I my top five is is Magic. But like I'm not a true I'm not a yeah, like, yeah. the biggest Laker fan ever. Yeah. But in my eyes, if I were to be like, this is my I put Magic, Kobe, Shaq, Kareem, and then fifth would be Dang, who would be my fifth? Probably Dang, who would be my fifth, man? Um There's James Worthy. There's Norm Nick. Yeah. Yeah, Norm Nixon. You got James Worthy, um, George Mikan. Yeah, I yeah I put I'd probably put. Dang, LeBron might be five already. Yeah, well, no, Wilt, no, Wilt, Wilt was so dumb. Oh, Wilt, I'm tripping. Wilt, that's yeah. my fi- yeah, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, bro. If Wilt Chamberlain played in today's NBA, he would average fifty. <laughs> bro, bro, you'd be <laughs> killing, bro. He, you know, he had like a forty inch vertical. Yeah, and he scored a hundred, and everybody's like, "Oh, there's no video," but he has paper of him. Yeah, no, he dropped. No, he dropped a hundred. Yeah, that record will be broken because NBA played break records. But uh, I'm gonna end the podcast. Uh, everybody, it's the Big Baby Johnson Sports Podcast Show. Isaiah, man, go ahead and give out your Instagram and stuff so they can follow you, and they can also follow you. Yep. Um. So my Instagram is uh i barber zero. Um. My Twitter is at Isaiah Barber i s i a h b a r b r, and that's all my social media. Yeah, and and everybody, you know where to follow me on my platform. Um, just want to thank you for coming on, man. And uh, yeah, man, talk it was to a you pleasure, man. Right, yeah, man. for sure, bro. Right, take, take care. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye.